Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline. I'm your host, Sid, and today is a Friday. I like never record on Fridays, so this is really, really weird. But like, I don't have any classes on Friday, so usually I would just, I have work and then like a couple meetings usually throughout the day. So today I'm recording in between like work and meeting. So it's really weird timing, but I kind of like it. It's my, my new recording time, but anyways, it's a Friday. So I'm really excited because obviously that means the weekend's coming up. This week was really, really long. I'm exhausted. Like last night, my roommate and I love her, by the way, we're doing Bible study last night and we started at like midnight and then we just went off on a million tangents and we only got through five verses and we just went on so many tangents like we started looking into so many different topics like that were still spiritual but that were not related to what we were studying necessarily so we didn't finish to like two and then we just went down a rabbit hole of like planning out our courses or really me planning out my courses for the rest of like my time here in college and she has a really cool spreadsheet that she made, so she sent that on over. But yeah, long story short, we didn't go to bed till four, and then I had work in the morning, so I'm tired, but that's okay because it's Friday, it's the last day, and I can't even sleep in tonight, but that's okay. Anyways, that's a really tangent, I'm so sorry. But yeah, that's just a little update. I'm tired, but I'm good. Like, the Lord is sustaining me today. It is the Lord, the Spirit of God, and some Celsius energy drink that is really getting me through today so i'm really excited to record this episode though today's episode was recommended from one of you guys um one of you reached out and asked to for me to do an episode about god-given potential and purpose and being used to honor god and knowing his plan for us so that's really what this episode is all about i've kind of encapsulated encompassed all of that in walking in purpose so hopefully this will answer your question, but actually it's perfect that you asked this question because I was looking forward to doing an episode like this anyway. So this was kind of like confirmation that like I should do it sooner rather than later. So yeah, this is something I'm really, uh, I've really been looking into in recent months. So it's been a journey for me to like put this all together in my own life. And so being able to now talk about it on the podcast and like gather all my thoughts and kind of deliver them to you is exciting because I've been living through this um, before I deliver it to you. So yeah, really exciting, really practical. Um, I, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and just jump into it. So I would say that this episode is probably going to connect a little bit with a past episode I've done, which is called Discerning God's Voice. So I think that was episode four. Yes, Discerning the Voice of God was episode four. So I highly recommend watching that episode, listening to that episode if you haven't already, because I feel like there's a lot of overlap between this one and that one. Um, But before I get into the specifics of this one, I kind of wanted to recap a little bit of Discerning the Voice of God, because I feel like that is very important to knowing our God-given purpose. Like we can't, we can't separate the two. So if you want more knowledge on the things that I'm going to go into in this little recap, then definitely go watch that episode before you watch this one and then come back. But yes, I think it's just pertinent to walking in purpose. So we're going to talk about a little bit of the things that I talked about in that episode. First, God communicates with his people throughout the Old and New Testament. And so we can see that God speaks, right? And he speaks to us. And how does he do that? In the Old Testament, you know, he was able to communicate through the prophets. I gave some examples in the text. Also, I gave some examples of him verbally communicating with his people. Um, And 
obviously in the New Testament, Jesus is the manifestation of his word. So we were able to see the word of God in the flesh. Um, but now we have the word of God written down as a form of God's communication to us. And so it's really important that as we're trying to discern his voice and as we're trying to learn his purpose for us, we look directly to the scripture, right? And so one way for us to kind of solidify this and a perfect person for us to learn from in these cases is Christ himself, right? And I'll just summarize the story of Matthew 4 a little bit. So Jesus was in the wilderness and he was being tempted by Satan and Satan him Satan was tempting him with power and riches and glory and all of these things. And Jesus, even despite being in the vulnerability of his manhood and that he was fasting, he still did not give in to this temptation. Um, and the way that he defeated the lies of Satan in this time was by using scripture. And I'm going to read a little bit of Matthew 4, not the entire passage, but just a bit to kind of illustrate my point of how he used scripture to know the will of God in his life and to defeat the lies of the enemy. And if you want more on that, definitely go check out that other episode. Okay, so Matthew 4, 1 starts like this. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days, 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So here we see that Jesus uses the direct word of God to combat the lies of the enemy. The enemy will always try to thwart and to disrupt and to twist God's will for us, right? And that can flow over into our purpose as well. So I thought it was just important to establish that. It's important to defeat those lies and those tricks that he will try to play on you with the word of God. And if the direction that you're being led in does not line with God's word, then it's likely not from him. So anything God tells you to do will be in line with his word and he'll never contradict his word. So that's just a good kind of measure and kind of precursor to put out there before we go any deeper into this episode. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the role of the Holy Spirit because that's important as well as we get into walking in purpose and hearing the voice of God. So I'm going to read John 16, which talks about the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay, we're going to start in verse 7 of chapter 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. So here Jesus is just talking about the role of the Holy Spirit. And really the key takeaway that I want to take from this is that he guides us into truth. And he doesn't speak on his own authority. He speaks from the authority of God. So how do we know the will of God in our life? Well, we listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit who speaks from God's authority, right? And like I said, more on that in episode four, but that's just kind of a bit of a, a little sneak peek. But I think it's also important for this episode as we learn to discern God's purpose for our life. It's important also that we heed the guidance and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. So 
that's that. And then last kind of little recap sub topic from uh, discerning God's voice is praying and fasting is really, really important. Um, We see many examples throughout the Bible of people asking God for direction and guidance. And it's important that when that we involve him in our decision making process, it's important that we involve him in our discernment process, because when we pray and when we fast, we're taking a posture of submission and giving control of our lives over to God. And we're acknowledging and that we're believing that his plan is greater than any plan that we could have for ourselves. Prayer is really just admitting to God that we can't handle things ourselves. So we take a posture of submission and we let him take control. And so that's really important as you seek your purpose as well. You want to make sure that you're putting yourself in a position where you say, God, it's not my purpose for my life, but it's your purpose that reigns supreme over my life. And that's what I want to pursue. And that's what I want to follow. So that's really important. Just wanted to throw those little precursors out there. But now let's get more into specifically this question. What is our God-given purpose? Because this is what um, my sister in Christ who listens asked. And I think it's a really, really great question. And like I said, something that I've been walking through in my own life in this past season. So I'm really, really excited to share kind of what I've learned. Um, So let's jump into it. So we're going to start with Adam and Eve, as usual. I, I always do this, but I think it's important to start with the beginning and God's original intent for creation. So let's go to Genesis 1 verses 27 through 28 to look at the purpose that was given to Adam and Eve. And it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So we see immediately in the first chapter of the Bible, God has given a purpose to his created man and woman, right? And so a certain thing that I want to highlight here is there's a lot to unpack in these two verses. Honestly, I could do a whole episode on just these two verses because they are so packed. But what I really want to focus on for the purposes of this episode is God created a man in his own image, right? And I feel like this is something we hear a lot, but it's honestly something that we have a misconception of and we don't fully understand the gravity of what it means to be created in God's image, right? I feel like a lot of times when I read this when I was younger or even just in the recent past, I was kind of interpreting it like God creating us in his image, meaning that yes, God is spirit, but our image for how he created us physically resembles how he would appear if he was a physical body. Does that make sense? Almost like he created us in his image in a, in a physical sense and or in a visual sense, right? But as I was preparing for this episode, I was reading commentary on uh, Genesis 127, and it actually has a deeper kind of alternate meaning to what we might consider this to be, right? So when we look at this in the original Hebrew, it doesn't necessarily communicate that God created us in his physical image, but more so like to be a representation of him. So I'm going to read this little excerpt from a commentary that I was reading that looked at the Hebrew root of the word and interpreted it from there, not necessarily the English transliteration. It says, when we read and God created man in his own image, our minds form a mental picture of what we look like and then attribute this picture to God himself. In the Hebrew's mind, it is not the appearance of something that they can concentrate on, but its function. This passage is not implying a picture of man or God, but their function. Through the Hebrew words of this text, we see that God had placed within man a shadow or representation of his own function, goal, purpose, thought, etc. 
It is our responsibility to live our lives as representatives of God, acting in the same manner as he would. And I just think that's beautiful because that gives a whole different meaning and a whole different depth to this verse, right? What would initially we would take to mean that, oh, we just resemble God. We look like God. He created us physically the way that he would be manifested physically, right? But it's so much deeper than that. It means that his purpose he has implanted into us. He has created us with that image, with the image of his purpose to reflect and represent his purpose to reflect and represent his character and his image, right? And so I I think that's just beautiful and it gives so much more depth and meaning to that. And, and I think it has a lot of weight in this conversation that we're having about purpose because if we can understand the purpose of God and we're created in his image, then we can better understand our purpose, right? So my next kind of question then is out of that, what do we know about God's purpose? Because if we're created in his image, it has to represent right? So let's kind of take a look at what is the purpose of God. We know that in Genesis, we also see that he is a creator and the designer of the universe, and he had an intent to bring forth something from nothing. God exists outside of space, time, and matter. He doesn't need us, and he didn't need to create us, right? He would have been perfectly chilling without creation, right? He doesn't depend on us for anything. So then why did he create us? Why did he have the intent to create? I think... That shows us a lot about his character and the fact that he acted on his intention of being creative and designing a universe and and a creation and a people and animals and all of the living things that we see. It shows that he did it all for his glory. His intention for acting on his creative nature was to glorify himself. And there's multiple verses throughout the Bible to support like the importance of the glorification of God. But I have a specific verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, that really illustrates this purpose. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And that's a simple verse, but it's so important because it means if we're created in God's image and and he has told us to glorify him, then his intent for creating us was to glorify him, was to do just that, right? And so if God's purpose and intention for creation was his glorification, what is our purpose? Naturally, what logically follows is to say that we are to glorify him and that is our purpose, right? So I hope that's not confusing and I and I don't mean it to be too complex, but really it's just it's just a simple line of reasoning, right? If God created man in him in his image and gave them a purpose, then logically it follows to ask, well, what was his purpose for creating us, right? And if his purpose for creating us was to glorify himself, then naturally our purpose in everything we do should be to glorify him, which is what this verse is saying. I hope that makes sense. I don't mean to get too complex with it. The whole image of God thing and like us reflecting his function and his purpose is really just to say that he defines what our purpose and our goals and our and our efforts should be, right? He He should be the one that determines and has authority over our function and our purpose. So we should look to him to define that for us, right? So... With this being said, if we know that our purpose is to glorify him, then let's look at some more examples of this. Like, how can we glorify God, right? So, as I usually do, I'm going to bring us back to Jesus because he is literally God in the flesh. And we can look to him as our example for to literally see the character and nature of God, right? And to see how he wants us to reflect and represent him. So, now let's go to Matthew 22 verses 37 to 40, because 
In these verses, Jesus captures the heart and the intention of the entire law with two commandments, right? And so let's, let's read these and see how it helps us in our journey to discovering purpose. Okay, so a little context, right? Jesus was actively in the midst of his ministry and the Pharisees and Sadducees gathered and asked him, what is the greatest commandment? Because you know they were obsessed with the law, right? <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm just saying they were a bit obsessed. So they're asking him, what is the greatest commandment, right? And of course, he's going to give them an answer they don't expect. So here's Jesus' response to what is the greatest commandment in the law. Verse 37, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So we see Jesus came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law, right? And he, he really has come to show the true intention of God in giving us the law. He's come to reveal the character behind the law and the person of God behind the law, right? And so he takes the law and he, he kind of sums it up in these two more simple commandments, which is, I'm going to simplify down to love and serve. Love the Lord your God and serve your neighbor, right? And that's really important for us to understand as we try to understand what our purpose is as followers of Christ. Because if he tells us that the greatest commandments to follow are to love and to serve, then that should absolutely be our goal and subsequently our purpose for living for him, right? And I think that falls perfectly under the umbrella of glorifying him. We said, we defined earlier that God's purpose for creation was glorifying himself, right? Thus, our purpose as creation is to glorify him. Underneath that umbrella of glorifying him, we now have these two commandments that Jesus has summed up for us, love and serve, right? And I think that perfectly kind of encapsulates what our purpose is here on this earth as followers of Christ. We are to love God and we are to serve others out of that love that we have for him and that really that love that he has for us, right? And I just think that's such a beautiful like summary that he gave of the entire law and he really captures the heart and the meaning and the intent behind it. So that's kind of like my little line of reasoning to getting to how can we um, find our purpose? How can we know our God-given purpose? And really it's just biblical because obviously I'm gonna go into this a little more in a second, but there's variations in our specific purposes. But to answer the general question, how do we know God's purpose? We really have to just understand why he created us, right? And once we know his reason for creating us, what can we do to fulfill that intent, right? What can we what, what can we do to glorify him as creation? And that's to love and to serve. Okay, so now that we have that established, right? We know that as followers of Christ, our purpose is to love and to serve, right? And to glorify him in doing so in everything that we do, right? So we know that. But you might be thinking, like, Sydney, this is so broad, like, how do we know our specific purpose? Because, yeah, I get it. Like, Jesus told us to love God and to serve others, but, but that seems really broad. Like, how can I, how can I do that my entire life? Right? Like, like, how am I supposed to devote all of my energy to that for my entire life? Like, what specifically can I do to fulfill that? And that's a great question. And I found myself asking, I found myself asking this about, ooh, like two, three months ago at this point is really when I got back into the podcast, but I really found myself asking this question, like, God, like, you say we are to glorify you and to, we are to love you and serve others, but how can I specifically do that in my everyday life? Like, what are you calling me to do? And so if you're thinking that, that's great. I'm gonna go into a little bit of 
some things that have helped me kind of discover that specific purpose and and hopefully it can help guide and lead you as you as you do your own right but in everything I want you to pray and I want you to fast and I want you to seek God about it for yourself and and make sure that you're being led by the spirit um, into the best way to go about it okay so let's kind of jump further into our specific purpose right and something the Lord gave to me when I was kind of seeking this for myself was that our specific God-given purpose is going to be aligned with our God-given passions, talents, and abilities, most likely, right? And so in a general sense, I think it's safe to say that since it is God that designed us, He would know the passions and the desires and the abilities that He's put inside of us. And out of that comes a purpose, right? God will never give you an assignment that He doesn't expect you or he doesn't equip you rather to fulfill, like he's not going to give you an assignment that he doesn't also give you the capacity to handle, right? So doesn't mean it'll come easily, but he's going to equip you with what you need, the abilities, the tools, and, and the relationships and everything necessary to fulfill that as long as we follow him. I'm sorry if y'all hear a siren in the background. I live in the city, so it's constant noise. And I try to find a good place to record, but it's always like... <laughs> It's always a little bit of something going on in the background. So my apologies for that. Um, if you can't hear it, that's awkward. And I was just talking about nothing. But anyway, um, no, you can definitely hear it. Y'all hear that? Anyway, that's really awkward if you can't. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if it's God that has created us intentionally, right? He's given us specific goals and talents and abilities uniquely for each of us individually. And out of that comes a purpose, a unique God-given purpose. So obviously I'm gonna bring in some scripture to validate this because I never just want to give you my ideas without any uh substantial scriptural evidence to give you for it so let's look at Psalms 139 verses 13 and 14 it says for you form my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made I love these two verses so much these are like some of my favorite verses because it reminds me when I'm feeling so like distant or just ordinary or just like one one of one of the masses honestly like that god has created me with intention and uniqueness and he's formed and knitted me anyways that's a side note another episode on that coming soon potentially anyway um but yeah so this verse is pertinent because it's telling us that god has intentionally and uniquely designed you he hasn't just made us as a monolith as humans he hasn't just created us with as robots right no he's given us unique and intentional desires and passions and gifts and talents and skills and abilities and and it creates this beautiful picture of diversity and and uniqueness and individualism and it's beautiful so I think that's just something to really lean into when you're looking for your purpose is really just analyze what gifts and abilities has God naturally given you what passions do you have what do you get passionate about like what do you get excited about when you think about what you could do for the rest of your life what excites you when you think about what you could do for the rest of your life, like what what skills do you have that you wouldn't mind doing for the rest of your life, that you would enjoy doing for the rest of your life? Because I think the purpose that God gives us is going to bring us joy and fulfillment. When we're walking in purpose and we're walking in our God-given purpose specifically, it's going to bring the most fulfilled state that we could be in. Because like I said earlier, our purpose is to glorify him, to love him and to serve others. So when we're doing that, when we're walking in that, we're going to be in our most fulfilled state. But whenever we're straying away from that or we're deviant from that or we're disobedient to that, we're going to feel this intense sense of lack because we're not in the purpose that our creator designed for us. So out of that, just ask yourself and take some time to write down after this episode, maybe start a note on your phone or 
start a journal entry or whatever it may be, but just sit and think as you go about your day, like what things do I really enjoy and what gifts has God given me that sets me apart from everyone else? What am I good at? What do I like? What do I dislike? And what am I passionate about learning about? It can be something that you haven't even tapped into yet, to be honest. Like it, be, it could be something that's more so a leap of faith. Like in my case, for example, right with the podcast, something that I feel called to do is to speak and minister to young women around my age or even a bit younger than me, but just generally like minister to women with just some of the experiences that I've had and the things that I'm learning as I grow and I walk with the Lord and and just I have such a passion for reading the word and interpreting it and and learning more about God's character through the scripture. And I just love to kind of share that with what I can. Um, so the podcast was a great way for me to do that. Right. And, and it was something that God was calling me back to. And it's something that brings me such joy and fulfillment. And it's just, I love community. So that was something I found that I was passionate about. And I love, especially a community of women um, that love the Lord and build each other up in faith. And I think that's so, so important. And that was another passion. And then I just love to yap, like certified yapper. Like I love to talk. So a podcast is a great way for me to get out all that energy of loving to just speak and and deliver a message, right? And so that's that's something I found that I loved as well. And um, I only like to talk when it's about important things. Like I don't just be yapping, I promise. But yeah, so it's really important that like you find those things that excite you and bring you joy and fulfillment. And a lot of times your purpose is gonna come out, come out of that because it's God that put that in you. It's he who intentionally and unique, you, uniquely designed you with that very, uh, passion and desire and 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 skill right so of course he's not going to let it go to waste he's going to use it all you have to do is just submit to him and allow him to use that right and you'll be excited about it you'll be fulfilled about it like there won't be any doubt really um and if there is just bring it to him and com- continue to submit it to him right remember what i said what prayer is about um so yeah another verse that kind of validates this or corroborates this more so is ephesians two ten. so let me read it for you. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. And this is also so encouraging because it tells us that like God has prepared a purpose for us before we even existed. This was done in advance, honey. This was done before you was even here. So it's just really encouraging to know that like he has a divine plan for us and we are his workmanship. We're some other versions say his masterpiece, right? That means that he's taken intentional time to craft and to form and to delicately place certain abilities and gifts and purposes in you that he could not have placed in anyone else. There's no one else on this earth like you. There's no one else on this earth that can do what you are put here to do. He has a unique and specific purpose that you are meant to fulfill and you're here for a reason. So the way I kind of like to think about it is I don't have the right to not walk in my purpose because God put me here for a reason. He put me on this earth to do something very specific. And if I don't fulfill that, then I'm wasting his time and his energy and his love and his, his design. Right. And so I want you to really just hone in and analyze like what has he put inside of you and really just take the time to walk in that and, and to ask him how you're supposed to walk in that and how you can use it to glorify him and to serve others. Right. Because that, that is ultimately our purpose. And it doesn't even necessarily, I want to say, like, have to be something spiritual, quote unquote. Like, I talked about the podcast being something that I uh, feel is part of my purpose and like ministering to women, right? But it doesn't even have to be related to a spiritual realm. Your purpose doesn't have to be necessarily in the Christian community, right? It can be something like, 
I don't know. Okay, I'll take, for example, I'm in school right now, right? And I'm studying biomedical engineering. And that's also something that I get really passionate about and excited about. And I see it as a form of service because I work on medical devices for kids with disabilities a lot of times. So that is a way that I can serve and love um, and glorify God in a way that excites me and, and I have abilities and skills and affinities for. And that also is purpose, right? So it doesn't have to necessarily be in a specific area of the church per se, right? Your purpose can be to love and serve in any any capacity. We're needed, you know, God's kingdom is is to go out into the world. We're not supposed to just stay in our bubble, right? So you can bring your purpose anywhere. So be open to whatever he may be calling you to, right? Um, and another little note I want to caveat, right, is just because your purpose comes from a place of God-given ability and passion and desire does not mean that it's going to be easy and it's not going to take hard work and growth, right? Like, I think I don't want to, I don't want to like give you any idea that since this is something that God has placed inside you, that it's going to come to you easily. Like, no, podcasting for me has not been easy and it still isn't like especially now that I'm doing it by myself like just talking to myself and kind of getting in a rhythm has been something that I've really had to like grow in and work on and even just getting over the nerves of like putting myself out there and speaking to people and being liable to judgment and criticism and all those different things like doesn't mean it comes easily just because it's placed inside of you and with my other example I gave you with like what I'm doing in school with uh, medical devices, right? A lot of times we run into so many issues and it's very technical and it's very rigorous and it's very tough sometimes. And there's a lot of things that we have to overcome. But just because it's a purpose and just because God is placed inside of you doesn't mean it's not going to take hard work and investment, right? So we have to make sure that we're investing in our purpose and we're seeking to maximize the potential that he's put inside of us. It's not going to come easy. He's not going to just place it in your hands. There's a lot of hard work that we have to do, right? Faith without works is dead, the word says. So we have to be willing to put in the work to best glorify him and serve others. And so under this umbrella of glorifying him and serving others is a beautifully diverse picture of all of our various gifts and purposes in the kingdom of God. That's what makes it beautiful is that, yes, we're all here to glorify God and to serve others and to love others, right? But but he has made such unique and specific purposes for each and every one of our lives. And he's designed us all differently so that we can all fulfill our purpose in different ways. And a verse that reminds me of this is 1 Corinthians 12 verses 5 and 6. Now there are varieties of gifts. Oh, psych, I'm actually going to do 4 through 6. Okay, <laughs> verse 4. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord, and there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. Guys, that is so beautiful, like, that is literally what we were talking about, like, God has given us each a very unique and individualized and, and, and beautiful gift, and it's really important that you tap into that because He's put you here to do something that only you can do, right? So... I think it's really important that you get in your prayer closet, you get in your journal, you get in your notes app, whatever it's going to be, and really take time to write down like, and really seek out what has he put you here to do, right? Because it's important. Like we have a job to do. We're here to spread his kingdom. We're here to make disciples. We're here to be fishers of men, right? Like this life is not just about us. We're here to glorify him and to serve others. So how can we get started on that purpose right now? This is not about... I know you're young, right? I know you're in high school. I know you're in middle school. I know you're in college. 
it doesn't matter. Our purpose starts now. So I want you to start seeking just like I am. What are we put on this earth to do to love him and to serve others? How can we specifically fulfill that purpose and that role that he has in our lives? Because there's no time to just sit and wait until next year. There's no time to sit and wait until we get older, until we graduate. Like, no, purpose starts now. I know school is busy. I know you got a lot going on. But you can always make time to serve the Lord and to serve others while you're doing that. So just look for those things and really just hit it intentionally. Okay, I'm really glad that I got through all of this. I was trying not to rush through, but like I have work in 10 minutes. So I'm gonna give a quick summary, wrap this up and then sprint to work. So (laughs) in summary, to know your purpose, you first wanna discern the voice of God. And if you want more information on that, definitely look at episode four. But in a nutshell, you wanna make sure you're reading the scripture to know the will of God and to hear the voice of God. You want to heed the conviction of the Holy Spirit who is your guide of truth and who is the authority of God. And you want to make sure that you're praying and fasting so that you're taking a posture of submission to his will and his way for your life, right? Next, to know your purpose, acknowledge that we are created in the image of God and we are to glorify him and to serve others. That is the purpose that he has given us as our creator. So we will be most fulfilled and most joyful and most in purpose when we follow that that he's given us. Next, in knowing your specific purpose, analyze your God-given gifts and desires, and your purpose will likely align with these. Take some time and analyze what has God placed inside of you, and what can you do to give that back to others and to Him. And lastly, just remember that your purpose is not always going to come easy. Even though it's something that He's placed inside of you and it may be a natural gifting and ability, it may bring you to really uncomfortable spaces sometimes. For me, Putting myself out here on the internet and podcasting and speaking is uncomfortable, you know, but it's also something that I feel gifted to do and it's something that I feel led by the spirit to do. So even if it brings you to uncomfortable spaces, don't shy away from that. Know that it won't come easy and it's going to take work and investment. And make sure that throughout all of this, you're praying, fasting and trusting constantly in the Lord because it's him who's giving you your purpose. So always make sure that you're consulting him to know if you're in line with his will for you. That's all that I have for today, you guys. I literally loved recording this episode so much. Like usually when I'm recording, I got to take a little pause and like think about what I'm about to say and kind of like make sure I'm not rambling. But this time I feel like I was just flowing really good. So I love this episode. Thank you so much to the girly who recommended. You know who you are. Love you. Love you. And yeah, I'm really excited for what's to come. This was a fun episode to record. Please let me know if you have any suggestions or recommendations for topics. I'll definitely get to them just like I did with this one. And nine times out of 10, it's something that I'm planning on doing and your recommendation is going to be confirmation for me. So don't hesitate to let me know. If you want to reach out to me, please do so on Instagram at holygirlhotline. Um, And I love like just interacting with you guys on there as well. And I've been doing a little bit more short form content on there too. Um, I'm super excited for what's to come. I love you all so much. I'm praying for you. If you have any prayer requests, please let me know as well. Or if you just need advice or anything, like I'm here for you. I'm really just your big sister, okay? So just hit me up um, for anything you may need. And I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for all the support and the love. And yeah, if this episode blessed you, let me know. Share it with a friend if you think it'll bless them too. And yeah, have a great week, you guys. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.